0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on Vince's no, butt. No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such a no, no, suck-up. No, no, you you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the
1: What's up, jobbers, and welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Knocker Podcast. As always, is WrestleMania alongside for the writers, a man who would always give up his WrestleMania spot for me, JC. <laughs> No, because I'm like Arn Anderson, bitch. You're trying to jack my car, I'm pulling out the
0: Glock, and bang! We're going to be the bang-bang scissor game in your face. But on WrestleMania, we had uh, quite the uh, week, quite the weekend, quite the, a lot of things in wrestling, so I just have one question for you. What do you want to talk about?
1: So we're going to kind of just negate the regular format of the show, at least momentarily, I think, because we have to talk mm. about what is the biggest story well, here. Well, because if
0: not, we'd be starting with heat. We can't do that. So <laughs> we're just going to call this the hashtag we want Cody. whatever you want to call it, a palooza. We're treating it like a pay-per-view because <laughs> that's what it was. It's bigger than a pay-per-view.
1: I mean, we're probably going to talk about this for a very long time. So let's just get in. Anybody that's in the chat, anybody that has any ideas, please. Chime look. in. Yes. There's this is- so
0: many angles to attack this. I'm going to do my best to try to keep my mind on track. But like, obviously, like since Friday, my brain has gone a million gajillion different directions. So it's all jumbled up there. We're going to try to both get all our thoughts out coherently. Um, So yeah, we'll see how this goes. I mean, you might. Yeah, no, I can... there's nothing ever coherent about us.
1: No, I was gonna say, especially me. I can barely talk. I mean, yeah, I, I, if you guys saw my note sheets, you'd laugh because there's just not much there. I have, I have never beaten autocorrect in my life. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. So let's, so for the people that don't know, you're living under a rock. We'll just do a TV guide version, ah, here. pun intended. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so Cody made a decision supposedly on Friday, and uh, before he said anything, these words are very important. This is probably a good jumping off point here. He said, oh, I'm coming for you and I'm coming for that title, Roman Reigns, but not at WrestleMania. And even though I seeked counsel, there's one person that knows you better than anybody else. And then you heard if you blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, out comes the, uh, as you've t- talked about the glamor muscle man, um, which may be a t-shirt from now on. instead of the muscle glamour man, muscles? I mean, muscle I wish man, I had more
0: glamor muscles. The man is a fucking god,
1: but... He's a those house. Ain't, those,
0: ain't, those ain't wrestling muscles.
1: He man. reared his ninja turtle-like head And out he came with a shell, and uh, he came out and uh, they didn't say a goddamn word, but there was a a moment where he shared something with Cody and then he left the ring. He stared at Cody, watched that ass walk all the way down the ramp, be like, get the fuck out of my main event. But the thing that was interesting to me is that Cody had a, Cody grimaces an awful lot. Like that's like kind of. Cody is not good at hiding it. no he he's He like, has he has this like telltale like tick almost where it's just like yeah. he like he's an emotional man. he is a very emotional man, and so that happened. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's preface this, right? We are all very upset for the most part, but that might mean that we have fallen hook line and sinker. So we don't know well, this I, might- I think
0: that's kind of where we start because obviously, like we there was a whole journey throughout the weekend and then Monday, and we're going to get there. but I think kind of starting step by step kind of gives a timeline because I know, I know for me, like my emotions and mind have been everywhere. And that Friday night I wasn't watching live because I just, I couldn't because I just, I, I had seen that the rock was in the fucking town. I was just like, I can't watch this live. I can't, I need to know what happens when I go into it. I can be prepared. Um, so obviously I saw it and then I, I did, I watched it later that night and I was just Nestlemania. You, what, what did I do on this podcast last week? I literally popped champagne for the second time celebrating. Mm-hmm. We had the moment. I had the guarantee. I said during the rumble, before it even happened, I got it. Roman looked at him. It's, it's it. It's locked. <sighs> but it wasn't. So my initial reaction Friday, I was just dejected. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I was just disappointed and dejected, not mad. It's just like the way Cody looked leaving that rain is how I felt at home. And clearly there were a lot of other people who have that as well. And if you know the stages of grief, it goes a million different ways. And that created the whole weekend of madness on the internet. Uh, so, but yeah, for me, I mean, and I'm still, I'm still mostly just dejected. I will preface this being like, we can definitely a million percent. You're going to have more than I have about scenarios, about how this gets changed, yada, yada, yada. I have zero hopes and I have zero dreams about this getting changed um, for many reasons, which we will dive into in this discussion as well. I'm keeping my expectations at an all-time low because I don't want to get disappointed again because Nestlemania last year and for the past year, I've done nothing but beat this drum about the mistake they made last year by not capturing it. The first thing you and everyone else told me was like, don't worry, they're going to do it next year and it's going to be a bigger deal. Well, guess what? I thought I fucking had it. And for the second time they pulled the rug from underneath my feet and I was left face down on the cold, hard earth, emotionless. So I will. I have no hopes. I have no dreams. It's going to be Rock Roman. Cody's going to fucking win that stupid, shitty fucking belt. Priest is going to cash in him instantly. So he barely has to touch it, thank God. And then we're going to move on. And I just, I'm not, I'm going to work night two. If Cody's not working night two, then I'm working night two. You know, if Cody's not working, if Cody's working, then I'm not working. But if he's not working, then I'm working. So it's kind of like
1: tongue myself there. But that's my initial where I stood. So I will say this much. I think. I think you're going to do yourself a disservice if, in fact, you work night two. I really mm-hmm.
0: do. Well, maybe if things change before then, I, I haven't un—I unoffic- haven't officially untook it off yet, but because it just with my, it's it's fine. I'll, but it's, there's other, so but time. there might be other things on that thing that might be worth it. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I will say the other thing that I considered was historically night one has been the more stacked card because the main event is night two, so usually everything else that I really really like will be on night one. So. You know, we'll see, but I, I just, I don't, I don't want to watch Rock Roman live. I don't want to if that's what it is, because I won't enjoy it. If after it happens and I go back and watch it, I think I'll have a better chance of being able to get through it. But
1: I just emotionally will not be able to handle that. I'm hearing Rikishi will be fighting Night Two. Thank you, huge. I mean, Rikishi's how- probably in better shape than Glamor Muscle Rock at this point. That fat ass probably moves better than that fucking Glamor Muscle ass. That that is the biggest dimply ass I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Wang hashtag Wang thoughts. <laughs> Does a what Wang were your initial never thought?
0: thoughts on Friday Nestlemania. We got Wang's thoughts. What were your initial
1: thoughts? So, so here's the thing. I When I first, so I, I didn't see it live. I tried to catch up when I could. I tried to stay away from initial thoughts because I didn't know. All I saw, I think, was either Danny or somebody say, "For fuck's sake!" That's all I saw. You know what I mean? And that just sent me into a oh god. And my immediate thought was you. I I, I didn't. As much as you hate me, and as much as we're not friends, and whatever, but like my thought was, oh god, oh god, is he going to be? Okay? You watched
0: me pop champagne twice. I know twice last I week. Know. I was so excited. I but like loving my boy today, love and trust.
1: I love, I love that you love him. I love that you have somebody like that. I haven't had somebody like that in a very long time. So, I've never had someone like this that on this level, like,
0: ever. Like, I, as a kid, like, you love Cena. You, you know why you love those yeah. guys? But, like, with Cody, it's just
1: so much more. We can dive into that a little more, too, as right, we but, work through so, this. Time so like. I, I, I thought about it, and I went, they didn't outright say something, right? And I think that was really smart. And for me, I'm looking at it from – I can remove myself. I mean, I hate it if it is going to be Roman and Rock. I do hate that. Is it box office? Yes, unfortunately. Now, we can – we can have that comparison here. That would the Rock versus Roman make more money than Cody? The Same and amount Roman? of money,
0: man. So you here's know how many tickets were left before this match? Is like before they even teased the Rock, there were like a
1: thousand tickets left. That's it. You okay. don't need the Rock to sell a thousand more tickets. Okay, but just just I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay, he is more well known. He could bring yeah, in more sponsorships. So- he could bring mm, it more celebrities. In, he can bring he could bring more things to it, more eyeballs. I'm just he saying brings himself
0: to it. That's the difference.
1: Okay, but so there's that. I'm not fighting for the Rock, by the way. I don't care. I, you you know how I feel about the Rock. You know what? Yeah, no, this- Nestle's someone who actually has never liked the Rock. I've always nope. been mostly indifferent, and I have appreciated the Rock. I don't. By the way, and this is going to be an all-time rant on my end when we get Wait. to it. But I don't know what it is about Samoans and shitting on other champions. But it fuck. Oh <laughs> my, like. Good God. Like when we get to What's that, the point. other
0: side of this is Roman yeah. took the shit on Seth yeah. and then be like, Oh, well, Cody, if you want to go for the second nope. thing, then I guess you're just okay with being second place. And then they literally had him do it. Like, yeah, oh. I'm,
1: I'll, I'll get to that at some point. But anyway, my thought was they were smart enough not to outright say it. And that was great. And then we go to Monday. We'll, we'll come back, but they didn't say it again on Monday. Yeah, he it just is. looked But here's the thing. Regardless of how this happens it doesn't fit with Cody's character. That was my it... that was my bottom line about this was you made Cody look like a cuck. You made him look like a bitch. Yep. And regardless of how it's going to turn out, it is a huge character flaw, a huge character plot point or or void if you will because Cody Rhodes Wants that fucking thing. Yeah. When he won on Saturday, he fucking turned around and he pointed, you, you, you. He was going nuts. He wouldn't have done that because he wouldn't have been able to mask it <laughs> if he yeah. knew what was going to happen on Friday. Yeah. So people can have their conspiracy theories. We don't know. Yeah. But if we can somebody... talk about some of those, but I... No. But here's right. my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. If Cody Rhodes knew about that, before the Royal Rumble, he would not be as dejected as he is. But there's no fucking way. Before, before the Royal Rumble, like, it just, like, see it, like the CM Punk was still expected
0: to challenge for the heavyweight title. And so Cody wouldn't have been doing that. If you win the Rumble, that means you're going for the Roman's belt. So it just, it, it's like all that stuff. Like, I, I ignore most of it because they're all morons. And if you guys that follow the news cycles of Meltzer and all those other fucking morons, you'll notice that they report literally everything, like every side of it. So then with whatever happens, they can be like, I was right, but I'm not wasting my breath on them. The re- You hit on the point, the most important point of why this turned into hysteria, because as an audience, we aren't fucking stupid, especially now in the Internet age. Everyone's an intelligent fan because we have all the information at our fingertips, this and that. We, and we also have eyes and we have seen like the thing with Cody like going we saw him come out the press conference as gleeful as we've seen him since he's been in WWE being like I told you so victory lap and saying none of you believed in me I've seen all the memes making fun of me but now it's happening and then it's just you get to Friday it's like why would this man do this unless if he was forced and that's why you see that hashtag down there on the screen the name of our episode we want cody was born because That's what pisses off fans the most. Obviously, yes, we love Cody. Like Cody has been the biggest baby face since he's come back. It's just, it's been a phenomenon. It's amazing to see. He's hugging kids, kissing babies, like giving out weight belts, like uh, signing autographs. He does it all. He's like, he's an amazing human. That's why we all love him. And he's a larger than life character. But the reason why this became like such a big revolution and whatever you want to call it over the weekend is because we could tell that this wasn't what he wanted to do. He's being forced into it. And immediately when you look at it, what just happened with The Rock in the last two weeks? He was named to the board of directors of the company. Do you know what that means? That means he is one of however many there are most powerful people in the company. And so if he wants to come down and do this, he can. He can walk into Triple H's office and be like, yo, bitch, I don't know what you have, but I'm going to uh, come in the back door like your mama leaves open for Strudel, and I'm going to take that main event because I can do that. So, that, that, And that's how we perceive immediately as it happens. Like The Rock threw his weight around, put himself in the main event, and Creative obviously had a plan for Cody and Roman, and they had no way to mask it on TV to magically fix it because there is no magic way to fix it. And that's why it's one of those things like it just it's a tough look for The Rock. And that's why on Monday, which we're going to get to in a moment, you're getting the Rocky suck chance, which I mean, look, even when this started, I was like, dude, if The Rock's music hit, I'm popping too. The Rock's a fucking legend. Can you smell? Like, who wouldn't want to pop at that? Especially, like, if you're in an arena and you're not expecting it. I'm going to go fucking go crazy, too. But to hear people chanting Rocky sucks and some of the, like, stuff we've seen on the internet and some horrible things people have said, which if you're doing that, fuck off. Like, you've already chased his poor daughter off the internet. Fuck you. That's a whole other thing. Fuck you all for doing that. Uh, Let's be fucking respectful here. It's fucking wrestling. Grow the fuck up. But... It just – that's how this whole movement started is because they insulted our intelligence because it doesn't make any fucking sense and people want this. And now you made them want it more and that's why we have the conspiracy theories of people being like, oh, they're doing it on purpose. that's like, dude, I can tell you one thing. It's just like we always knew this was a possibility with The Rock and I knew it was on the table. But like – Having Cody win the Rumble and doing like the way he did, like it just something changed. And like, yes, now who knows they can adjust whoever want. Like I said, I have no hopes and dreams, nothing of that. But it just it's it's just funny to watch like the twisting that everyone has done. But it to me like the biggest takeaway for me is like, holy shit! Like I know Cody's a star. I've always believed in him. That's why I'm a fan. I've always believed in the guy, and to see him do this, like I've always knew it, and it's awesome to see that everyone else is embracing him too. But good God, did you ever think, WrestleMania that Cody Rhodes would be so fucking over for getting a rematch at WrestleMania to win a title that he would have people chanting Rocky sucks on Monday? Like, Seth's reaction, he just, like, Cody was so uncomfortable, but Seth just, like, laughing, being like, I never thought I'd hear that one. It's like, that shit's as so
1: genuine as it gets, man. This is wild. I don't, see, the thing is, is it it does lead itself to a lot of awesome things leading up to WrestleMania because now it's you can't that
0: press conference they made must see
1: yes exactly and I think that's that's really what I'm gonna be looking for like if we could you and I I would love to do a live re we can't but like that's the tr- what time's that press conference seven p.m. Hmm,
0: WrestleMania maybe I I'm working a day shift that day it's the NBA trade deadline our show's at six I'll be home a little after seven
1: I don't know we'll think about it. Know. Oh, we'll so maybe keep your peepers spot. Maybe there'll be a bonus this week. Or maybe you just you just put the camera up and record and see what your reaction is, and I'll edit it together. I don't care. Well, we'll cross that bridge. We'll cross days. it. But anyway, Thursday is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, my question, which again we're not going to have an answer to. This is just hypothetical here. Do you think that press conference was going to happen? If yeah, the Rock they've, they've didn't started get they've started to do press conferences for all the major events. Okay, because. Um, so it just seems odd to me that it was just, like, there. You know what I mean? It just seemed like, what the fuck? Like, out of nowhere. Well, it's
0: also um, – there's also uh, something like- else big happening in Vegas this week. I'm not sure if you're aware. So it kind of having all of them in town to be a part about? of uh, – What could
1: possibly happen in Vegas this week?
0: It's having having your crew in town the week that's happening. It's a lot of good media exposure, too. So <laughs> this was very,
1: very planned. Huge Wang says, Wang and Nestle can open the live reaction until JC gets home. <laughs> Wang will probably be half in the wrapper going, Fuck Wayne, I'm, I, I hate
0: to disappoint you, but Omas is
1: not part of the press conference. Oh, uh, Jesus. You I never know. Oh, he, could pop he could up. He, he could, wasn't on the graphic, just like Bailey. Hashtag, we'll get
0: to poor Bailey. But hashtag,
1: hashtag Wang Mania. There we go. Wang Mania. <laughs> oh, God. Get him his own T-shirt. Um. <laughs> so, look, there's a lot you can think about. There's a lot you can be upset about. But the one thing that really, really bothered me, and we talked about it briefly, was that Roman Reigns could have fucking. hold. Oh, here's the thing. There are two things here. Well, we'll get to the, the thing I want to talk about. But number one, I think Roman Reigns could have stepped in. He could have stepped in and I said, know. dude, not this year. I don't think I think so. he could have. I think, I
0: but think, here's I, I think because I've seen this with this and I've seen this with Triple H. I think what people forget a lot of the times is like, yes, Triple H has a lot of power, but he is like a local boss. He has a lot of bosses above him, and The Rock is now above him on that board of directors. Like, Triple H answers to the boss who answers to them. It's just so it's one of those things like, if The Rock wants to do something, The Rock gets it done. And that's why this, what this looks like. Uh, especially when we saw how bad the creative was. But same to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is a fucking employee. Yes, he's a very like gifted employee. He definitely has a lot of say in a lot of his things. But also, like it's one of those, like he's been wanting this match forever too. For him, he's like, look it, I'm in the main event either way. I either get to fucking beat the shit out of The Rock or I get to cheat and beat Cody
1: again. So I think for him, <laughs> it's just, A, why would he step in? And B, I don't think that he has the power. I just think, I think, I don't know the man but I think he knows like if you like money go for the rock I get it but I think He's there's some
0: money either way baby. no I
1: know but I feel like the man knows what's right he just I think he knows what's right he has a pulse you know he on and on everything that's happening here so for me I was just kind of disappointed that there wasn't something that was done and maybe I, there will be I don't I know. think you're but, overestimating his power that's all I, that's fine I probably am but let's get to the real point here okay he- and everything about the title that we've been saying for a year so <laughs> so <laughs> i so here's my thing this is a quick backstory i don't like the way the rock cuts promos because for me as a viewer i think about it as yes it's supposed to be entertaining back and forth and stuff but when you get to the point where you cut someone's leg out from underneath them and then they don't seem like a credible threat to you so that sometimes the rock goes overboard with that shit sometimes I'm being nice that that then makes it, you know, one of those points where it's like, well, then why the fuck would I want to tune in and watch the rock versus so and so? Because this guy just got verbally abused on television. And I know it's entertainment and I get that, but at some point there needs to be parameters. Cause that way, like the rock basically steamrolled through everybody. Cause he could verbally just trash him, and nobody could touch him. And that's fine. But then you get to Roman reigns on Friday. And like, brother. <laughs> he called him little brother, which is cute. It's fine. And no pop. Like, he's, okay, that's fine. Like, you get to that point. But what I don't understand is how he was let go to go out there and cut that promo on the championship. Now, you can say this stuff about Seth Rollins. I work less dates than you. I make 10 times more as you. That's fine. My biggest concern here is they are trying to create Credibility to a title that has zero credibility. And it's a facade because wrestling is used cars car salesmanship where they just tell you something that you have to believe, even though we don't believe it. That title doesn't mean jack shit. You've talked about it last week. It's fucking way down here. Cody's here just by proxy. And then he has the audacity to say that, like, it's the consolation prize, it's the loser bracket prize. And all I could think about was I know that he probably thought that was entertaining. It was. It, it, that was. But what you just did was pull down your pants, Randy Moss style, and shit all over night one. And everything that Seth Rollins had been working for. And i that's, to me, the biggest detriment to it. Especially if you're going to take Cody, move him from this one, and yeah. bring him over to here. It's like, not only are you cucking him out of the story that he wanted, that he had no choice and you moved him over to the fucking other title that roman reigns just said ha <laughs> have a good time being fucking second and that was to me that is like you can say it's a heel thing you can say all that bullshit what you shouldn't do is ever devalue something like that because what it does is make the person like me go yes you're right now i don't care and honestly i think it led To even making the Cody thing worse, hundred percent. Because by because it was a real kick in the nuts. Yes, and like it it just like that's why like
0: Cody's reaction was all our reaction watching. It was like, it was like we knew this was a possibility, and we're like torn because it's the fucking rock, but it's just like, fuck,
1: that was fucking mean. Yeah, and (laughs) this is the part that I I get. Like I I know Conor McGregor is a great trash talker. Who the fuck is this and all that shit? Like I get that. I love that stuff. But even if I was going to trash talk somebody in a wrestling thing, I still need to make that person credible because here's the difference between how I look at it. And I'm sure the rock and other people look at it, whatever. But if like, let's say JC and I are having a wrestling match, right? And i run JC down and I'm sure JC has some great rundown on me, whatever. But if I little material, I'm sure you've got plenty in the back pocket. (laughs) However, if I run you down just enough, but give you credibility, then there's a reason for somebody to tune in. The but Miz, if you, the Kevin Owens, yes, like all these guys as great heels,
0: they 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 respect their opponents. And then they, even Logan Paul, like he gave respect to Kevin Owens before he took it, like told him right. he's like fat, like yeah, he's like I still respect him. It's just like with the Rock, there's never
1: that respect, and that's yes, and neither like is Roman. That. Roman doesn't have it either. It's just it's not there, and that's that's whatever. But I feel like they get away with it because of where they are in their stature, and that's fine but I think it does a huge, big detriment to everything involved and it makes it worse. It makes it too messy. So that's just how I feel. You always want to leave your opponent better than you found them. And I don't think either of them do that anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, that's definitely a factor. And that's the main reason of why I want to see Thursday is because obviously like the rock, obviously when he came out, like it was all like Cheers because it's the fucking rock. You don't expect them to be there. Alabama's rock country too. Like that's where he fucking had one of his football teams. The two times he tanked that league and stuff. So it just like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, cause we, we literally like anything WWE or he test tweeted has just been slammed with the, we want Cody stuff. And it's just so, and then we saw on Monday that the crowds, it's, I was told when it was happening all, oh, even by some of our friends in our own job at chat, all <coughs> right. Uh, oh it's just the internet thing this is a little bigger than that and uh we saw that on monday and here's the thing about people man people love a reason to come together and like stand up for something and and so the longer this movement goes on the louder it's going to get because if people go to an event they're like i want to be a part of that and they want to pull out their phones and record all the rocky sucks chants and just that's how it starts and it just once a forest fire starts, man, that's why they tell you, you got to be cool about forest fires because once they start, there's a lot of kindling out there that's just going to burn. And the Cody fire, it's it's burning, baby. It's burning hot. Like the passion in my heart for Cody and Cody's passion for all of us, it's burning, baby.
1: Some might say it's hashtag super hot fire. Yeah. Go buy it at tpublic.com slash yeah. today. Anyway, uh, so – I think we've exhausted that portion of the, the argument yeah. besides the thousand of hundreds of dislikes that happened. That was kind of the whole mm. start of it.
0: I, I'm not going to lie. When I saw it was the most disliked video. I was like, yeah, I kind of got it. I logged on to YouTube and I, I don't usually like do likes dislikes. I gave my first ever dislike to a video. Cause I was like, huh, this is my way. This is my little way of lashing out in frustration mm-hmm. in my dejected state. And it felt good in Nestlemania. It felt good to click that dislike button and be like, huh, <laughs> This is, this, this was, this felt better than when I vote for the president of the United States. Oh, stop it. I mean, with the last couple of years, with the people we've been putting on ballots, man, you don't feel good about any of those boxes.
1: You just vote for the one you feel the least worst about. The devil, you know. Anyway, uh, let's not get political here. Uh, (laughs) I'd rather not talk about it. Um, So, I guess my question to anybody in the chat, anybody listening or whatever, where are we now? Like, what do we do, right? Like, you wait for Thursday. Hopefully we get something. I have some ideas. Um, and then I think Thursday is going to really make us either feel better or feel just kind of just cement that we already f- what we feel.
0: Yeah. And I do. I definitely want to hear your hopes and I can shit on them. So then I don't get my <laughs> hopes up okay. because that's just how I have to cope. But okay. I do want to get into Monday because okay. obviously we talked about the chance. We talked about all the stuff they had. What was um, I think? I mean. Segment of the year, Seth comes out and that motherfucker got booed the minute he said that he wanted to fight <laughs> Cody. And it's just like he was like, "Whoa!" Because he he like pointed out he's like, "Ah, I got a big pop." But you could tell with Seth, like it's one of those things. Like obviously he wants to be the guy getting this, but he also understands the business and has enough respect for Cody and everything else to like know that he's part of this amazing moment. So obviously he calls out Cody. Out comes Cody. That's when we got the Rocky sucks chance of that amazing moment of Cody just having. Again, Cody and his ability, inability to hide emotions, the level of discomfort. And I said to uh, our boy, Dom and Danny and TJ and all the guys in the thread, be like, that's why he's our cane man, because he's better than all of us, because, you know, he hates this in a weird way, as much as he loves it. And this is what he always wanted. He hates it because he probably really loves the rock and idolizes the rock and has all these great things about the rock and this and that and whatever. So for him, it's like in a situation like it just it's you, you can tell like he's just he's it's like Arn Anderson pretty much called him a fucking pussy. He won't stand up for himself because he's too good of a person. He's a company man. I'll do whatever it takes where Arne, like most people like my, like the rock pulled a gun on him, shot him in the fucking gut. And Cody was like, okay, um, I'll see myself out. And rock watched, walked him go down the aisle, bloody and crawling, made sure he was gone. And then he went and stared at Roman. Uh, the guy is pointing at the gun at next. Uh, but, I mean, this segment was amazing. Obviously, Cody, like, didn't do barely anything. But Seth, like I mentioned earlier, his line, like, being, like, to the Rocky Suckers, I never thought I'd hear that. And then, obviously, McIntyre comes out, and this man cooked. This man, Drew McIntyre, God bless him, Nestlemania, that microphone that he was holding, the words coming out of his mouth were our words. <laughs> we want, Cody, we want you to finish the story. And, yes, it was for selfish reasons, but, God damn it, it felt good. It felt good to see somebody be able to say what everyone in the world wanted to say to cody and to the ww to the world for everyone to see drew fucking did it so hats off to drew obviously he did it because he wants to face seth for like a 15th time it's funny because he goes "Well, he already beat you three times it's just like i beat you twice so it's just like this this was a gold fucking segment obviously it ends with mcintyre once again attacking another entrance superstar mcintyre later Ended the night by attacking Cody, who uh, needed several stitches, by the way, because he had to fucking go back to SideQuest Nakamura because whatever. But I just drew McIntyre shine on this night. And I was very thankful that this is, again, my personal opinion. Again, this is my personal opinion. I obviously know nothing, but you think Triple H wants to, especially with all the work he's put on this Cody thing the last couple of years, you think he's kind of wants to mess with all this? Like, I'm sure he loves the idea of Roman and Rock. But like the timing of this, I'm not sure that him and his creative team are thrilled with this because it makes them look bad with all this like changing and nonsense. So I just it's I think like him allowing Drew to go out there and do that. It was just like the creative team's way of being like, you know what? Don't do it, baby. This isn't this is over our fucking head, too. But go out and make some entertainment because that's what we do.
1: I just thought it was great. I thought Drew McIntyre is my favorite thing on any any WWE screen right now. Just so, so, just cooking on every cylinder. Uh, Drew, you know, kind of exerted himself in that. But Dom makes a great point. Seth Cody three-way with Drew is the worst possible scenario. I don't. It's not see, great. I don't see that happening. I really don't. I mean, there are certain scenarios that seem more logical to me. Well, it's also like, how does that happen? The dude won the Royal Rumble. It's like right. Drew just, it's,
0: I don't know. I just, to me, this feels like Cody drew at chamber one-on-one. I mean, yeah. Especially because we're it doesn't appear that we're having a, uh, like the Raw superstars in the chamber anymore. And I like, I kind of talked on the side with you about it. We think it's now going to be Logan Paul in the U S title, potentially in the chamber, which I think is fucking awesome, but we'll get to that much later. But yeah, to, it's just, I agree. I just, I mean, i've already I've already cemented myself as the night one main event, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. And the reason why I hate it Nestlemania, because I have to say this, the thing that should happen is Seth should fucking win. He yeah. should win because Cody shouldn't touch that fucking title. Mm-hmm. But there is a way around it. You have Damian Priest due to Seth Rollins what Seth Rollins, it's Roman and Brock so many years ago, he cashes in makes it a triple threat except for he pins Seth Rollins because you can't pin Cody at this point. So it's just he pins Seth Rollins and Priest walks away with the championship and Cody doesn't have to touch it and the fans are mad because I've seen, the, we'll, we'll hit on theory one here because this one I want to take a shit on immediately, is that Cody Rhodes wins the World Heavyweight Championship and then his goal is to unify the world titles at SummerSlam. Bitch, we just ununify these motherfuckers. That's why this stupid fucking title exists. Like we can't, like, come on. Come on. I like, come on, people like, let's ah,
1: God. I just don't think that's going to happen. I mean, people can stupid. say they the other thing is, is like, so the people you've heard reports and I use reports with air quotes because it's just like people are fucking throwing spaghetti made at the up wall theory
0: from fucking hacks. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so they're like, OK, SummerSlam's going to be a thing where they unified the titles, which is stupid, as you just said. But then I thought to myself, SummerSlam is like a month away from him breaking Hogan's record. So why wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make, it makes zero sense to do that. Like to have him reunify and then, you know what I mean? Like you're that close. It doesn't make any sense. So for me, I'm just like, this is, this is rough. Now I think there are certain scenarios in here that I am, I am very interested in. And, see them. Okay. So you're all going to hate him on him. the
0: table, preferably the
1: head. Yeah. So you're all going to hate him anyway, but I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to put these out here. So the one thing I was thinking about was what I think should happen is that Cody Rhodes is not going to be part of any title match <laughs> either night. How did it happen? <laughs> hold they on! just won the Royal I Rumble. Know, I know, I know, I know, I know.
0: They shouldn't challenge Gunther. They did it with Money in the Bank. I, know, I was up the fight. Royal I Rumble know, too. Right? Thanks,
1: Rock. So here's my thing. I think he's going to hold on to that Royal Rumble victory as a cash in kind of thing. That's how it works, though. I know, no, dude, That that Ugh. this is we taking some leaps here, Adam. So, so Cena used his Royal Rumble victory at the Elimination Chamber. Like, you know what I mean? So, you, there is a precedent for it to not wait. Which, if he wins, then why Cody put it sign, Damn it! If he if he wins at Perth before, does that make anything better for you?
0: Roman ain't gonna be at Perth, bro. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. But here's here's just 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 go with me on this for the scenario, poor, poor okay? mm-hmm. pur- excuse me. If he said, Oh, by the way, we're forcing the rock is forcing you to work Perth, that's <laughs> legit. And then you're off to the races. If he wins at Perth and you gotta watch it at like eight o'clock in the morning, that sucks. No, fuck that but, no,
0: fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. Okay, okay, okay. Cody Rhodes winning the title at WrestleMania is what we want. We don't want this okay. fucking bullshit. I don't want Perth. I don't want fucking Bully Ray talking about in a fucking basketball arena. I don't fucking, I don't care if that's where dad it happened with daddy. Fuck you. That's dumb. It's a tiny ass arena. We don't want that goddamn SummerSlam. I don't want to wait another fucking year after you told me last year that it would happen this year. I've had enough, Adam. Okay. WrestleMania or bust. Who hope the Rock Adam? fucking wins if it's Rock and Roman
1: one-on-one. Okay, so let's take Cody out of the equation for a moment. What if it's McIntyre, Rollins, and Sami Zayn? triple threat because yes, I like that because here's the thing but then what are you doing with Cody okay so I thought about this for a second no boy for more, more than a second obviously so you have that triple threat over there on night one you have Roman and uh you know uh what's his face uh the, pe- the, the, pe- the, pe- the pebble guy well just call him GMM glamour muscle man okay GMM and then night two, doing whatever. That leads Cody to do whatever the fuck he wants, right? And I thought about this really, really hard. And I thought about this. Seth Rollins and that triple threat does not main event. Cody Rhodes main event's night one. Hold Poor on, Seth. Hold on. He
0: thought he finally I know,
1: I know, I know. But that CM Punk thing's coming someday, hopefully. Mm. So here's my scenario. Cody Rhodes has that... Royal rumble victory in a back pocket, wherever he wants it. This has nothing to do with it, but at WrestleMania, he is out of both title pictures and he's just sitting there like a fucking bump on a log. So he decides to take matters into his own hands. He decides he's going to, you know what? I, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to figure it out. A desperate Cody, right? So Cody Rhodes, so close to WrestleMania wins the Royal rumble, but still not in WrestleMania makes a plea. There is one person that he wants to face that he may never face. And I think having Cody versus John Cena with John Cena's retirement match where Cody gets to wrestle John Cena in his retirement match would be a big deal. You don't like that? No. Okay. What did I just say? If Cody's not fucking pinning
0: Roman at WrestleMania... I'm not going to be a happy camper, Adam. You're not you already at your. Everyone told me it was going to be okay after last year. When I, y'all told me it was going to be okay. You know, it's fine. It's fine. They made the biggest mistake in wrestling history by not doing it. It's fine because you know what? It's going to be even better when they do it next year. And now you're giving me scenarios where this motherfucker wins the Royal Rumble and doesn't get a title shot at all? Come on. Okay. You tell you want me to? You want me to fucking take this pile of shit that you're trying to shove down my throat? Fuck no. I'm just
1: testing the waters here, okay?
0: Yeah, these waters are fucking full of shit. By the way, by I'm the way. A
1: goddamn steward. By the way, by the way, by the way. You said you were going to be, you know, having some decorum here. You're you're starting to get a little hot. Yeah, but I, I told you. I told you your ideas were going to piss me off. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this scenario. Okay? Rock and Roman happen night 2. Right? Cody does not win the world title, obviously, even though he loses or whatever. The rock gets fucking annihilated, like squashed three minutes, eight yeah. minutes. Right. That'd, that'd probably be best case scenario for his glamor muscles. Exactly. Gets fucking squashed. And in this time. They redo WrestleMania nine. But this time the rock is telling Cody to go after Roman like Bretton Hogan. He gets to be fucking Hogan. And he goes, you know what? Fucking let's cash it in right here, right now. The place fucking erupts. We get our WrestleMania moment anyway, and he fucking wins. Night two, main event, on last, hits his finish, points the sign, fucking cries, and does it. I just don't see that happening. Like I said, no hopes, no dreams. So so let me ask you this. Don't you think you would be upset if that scenario happened?
0: I wouldn't love it because like I said, I I do not want to watch rock Roman live because I just, I I, I, let's be honest. Like the, the 10 minutes before like fucking when they do it, like the, when they like just looking around the crowds going crazy, like this is awesome. Who knows? They might be fucking chanting other things at that point. Like that part's cool. But the minute those two start locking up, do do we have Does Anybody in the world think it's going to be a good wrestling match. Anybody in the world think it's going to actually be good. No, but that's not the point. I know, exactly. So it's like, I don't want to watch it. I'm not interested in that. I'm not a nostalgia boy. We've been over this. And I used to shit on old ass fucking Undertaker, rolling his fucking carcass out for the paycheck. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. Like, I can watch that later. Or you know what? I can go on fucking Peacock and go to fucking, let's see, when was The Rock relevant? Oh, fucking 15 years ago? Yeah, I'll watch that. This man hasn't wrestled
1: in nine years, Adam, right? Who the fuck is Adam? Yes, nine years.
0: That's a fucking long time for a fucking old glamor muscle man. Come on. So let doing?
1: me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is yes. just, this is a potential conspiracy theory slash whatever. What Not if they that. made it a triple threat match? Do you think that's odd? It's weird. It's
0: definitely weird. I mean, the only, the only scenario, and this is something that I thought, I thought was a thing like before Cody won the rumble with the rock beat involved and it would be a way to tease the match next year is my always my thought was be like i don't love this because i wanted cody roman but like the rock making himself special guest referee like that was always a scenario i'd like i like in my mind knowing that the rock was a possibility i was like with the rock being there, this is best case scenario because it it allows for like if solo pulls the bullshit like he did last year the rock refusing to count the pin or maybe he takes out solo or something and it leaves it between just cody and roman and then he can fucking lift cody's arm and make it about him whatever it sucks but <laughs> It's like that's the best-case scenario, and that also leads to then a Roman-Rock match happening, whether it's a SummerSlam or the next WrestleMania, because now Roman can fucking blame The Rock being like, oh, it's bullshit, whatever. That's actually how you tell a story to make it make sense instead of the way they did it. So in my mind, this is something like when he showed up with like what was it, in Colorado, when was that? Like a couple months ago? Like this was a scenario that came in my head. I was like, I could live with it. So if they're pulling the all swerves of swerves, and when they sign that contract, it's a contract that says Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes with the Rock as special guest referee, I will ejaculate all over my couch. But <laughs> Nestle like I said, I have no hopes. I have no dreams, no expectations of that happening. But that is the only scenario involving that fucking glamored, muscled man that I would be okay. With. You Person. know what's For weird?
1: I, I have to ask this question. Is this yeah. what
0: I'm like every week? Because this is odd i'm I'm Nestle. I'm a dejected human. I was this is I, sad. I, was high, I was at the highs of highs last week. I was at the highs of highs. I was popping champagne twice in one week, once in this program, once when we watched, I was out so happy. And they pulled the rug out from under me, and I fell flat on my face in the concrete for the second year in a row. They fucking did it to me. And last year, I said, I'm not gonna let them do it to me. But y'all made me feel like I was gonna be okay, cause you said, don't worry. it's gonna be even bigger. And okay. look what happened
1: Okay. so I'm we left.
0: Naked and afraid and alone in the pouring rain. Wet, miserable, and sad, Adam. That's how I feel inside. I am a dead wrestling fan inside. You know the things Uh, that were going through my mind Friday night? I was like, I never want to podcast again because I'm done with wrestling. All the emotional bullshit in the moment, reacting. Like, I'm not angry. I've never, this whole thing, like, yeah, you have little spikes where I'm like, ah, fuck the rock. God damn it, rock. God damn it, rock. But I'm more mad that it's happening. I'm more mad that it's fucking happening. Cause it's like the rock, like, you know, I like to make fun of him because he's a uh, black Adam. Wasn't a big deal. He failed two football leagues. Like his show ballers attack, like, well, you know, whatever, like, you know, he has his failures, but the man's he's Dwayne, the rock Johnson, one of the most fucking famous men in the world, one of the most beloved men in the world. But that motherfucker might get booed and that's fucking wild to me. And that's because my man, Cody's a superstar. If they feel like he's not good enough for them, then maybe they're not good enough for me, Adam.
1: Okay, so just just out of we want
0: Cody. Okay,
1: okay, so we've gone on the spectrum here. If you yeah. can't, if you can't get Cody Rhodes one on one with Roman, The Rock is the special guest referee. Is there something in the middle that's a better scenario for you? I mean, the next step
0: is the triple threat, but I ain't gonna love that because it's just gonna All be right. a Cody Roman match where The Rock comes in and fucking does his stupid bullshit moves, I'm like you know it just it does not it does nothing for me personally but it's how you get them all involved you appease everyone because they're both in the fucking match and then you still have the possibility that you can do the one-on-ones with Roman with each of them down the line and it's a, like it just yeah and it's just and then that way the rock doesn't have to eat a pin so they can still fucking suck his cock with the Roman or Cody getting pinned so it just it's i get it but again i'm not i'm not at this point it's like there's no way for me to like feel super happy but there's ways, I guess, like I like I said, like The Rock is a special guest referee. Like the fact that that's like my top choice, like that shows you where we're at. Like they've already broken my heart. They've already
1: smashed in a million pieces, shattered dreams over here, baby. Ron Broads <laughs> brother, but I have shattered dreams. All right, I think there's not. We've talked this for way too long. I think so. I, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, what do you want to talk about? I, I can we can we put a lid on this until Thursday? Is my question. Yeah, we can. Okay. All right. So let's get into the positive part of the show, shall we? We talked about McIntyre having a great promo on the Monday that happened. And there's a lot of good stuff happening here. Sans, the situation we talked about for the last 40 minutes. I will say this much. I really thought there was a lot of good stuff happening on SmackDown this week. I really thought, with the exception of the end, whatever, it is what it is. But you look at this. I love listening to KO and Logan Paul. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. The fucking, I bathed in prime line. Fantastic fucking wins with the brass knuckles and just like yelling at the referee. And of course it was the wrong referee that, you know, didn't see it, whatever. That's great. I love that shit. And then of course we get the knowledge and, and and the know-how that uh, Tiffany and Naomi are in the women's division, which is a huge deal. We've talked about the women's division on SmackDown being kind of a shit show for the lack of better term and just kind of a, not, not a depth chart there. And that was awesome because we know that those two women can bring it. Fantastic. The other thing that I thought was super hot fire. Best thing of the week for me, Bailey picking EO. That made me super happy. We got the Batista-ish treatment and just the little things that were there breadcrumb wise, as well as her wearing the original white outfit that she had when damage control debuted. Love that. And then you, she learned from her mistakes when Becky Lynch turned on her in NXT Charlotte turned on her. Sasha turned on her. All of her friends have turned on her over the years. She was ready with a lead pipe this time. I love that. Now, what we get with Bailey, I don't know. Up until you know, if we get the hugger and the fucking inflatable wacky filling arm, man, I have no idea. But I'm excited for this because I think the story is there, and it's wonderful. And she's going to do a great job. And if she's the if she wins, fan fucking tastic. What a fucking moment for her. It'd be great. So I thought. What that I was liked
0: about of- this is they kind of did like the inverse Batista like treatment because for once, which never happens. And you kind of alluded to it. We had a smart baby face, like Bailey saw it coming. Bailey pretty much called it out and she started fucking speaking Japanese. which was the best part of the segment that got a huge pop. Cause it's like, she's on you. She's seen the fucking shit talk. She's heard it. Cause she can speak Japanese. Like she's seen the giggling and the laughing. So I just love the fact that she saw it coming. They did it differently. They presented a baby face is actually intelligent for once. My only concern with this feud is we have a long time to mania. I I was surprised that they pulled the trigger on this type of segment. So soon I thought that maybe they'd like breathe this out a little bit and do it. maybe even like to give less time, because like the lead up for this will be interesting. There's obviously a lot of history and like, this is literally what I've been begging for for like eight months when I correctly predicted Bayley was going to win the rumble this year, you know, pat myself in the back, you know, uh, but it, it just, so it made a lot of sense, but my only concern now is where we were February 6th today and nine weeks. is Yeah. That's, that's a long time to build it, which we've seen. And this is just from based on the last, past few years, the weakest things going into Mania has been the build for the women's titles. They have not done a good job. And the nice thing for Rhea Ripley's title is we have a breather. Cause she's obviously going to be main eventing with Nia Jackson, Perth, so the t- next challenger, which we assume is Becky, uh, will uh, that'll have less time. And so a better hey. chance of not getting stale. Yeah, we can get to that because I I have a
1: hope there, but I don't think it's going to happen. But this one is like nine weeks is a long time. It's a long time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then this is the biggest problem with the the gap as we talk about it. Uh, so I, I'm very excited to see what happens with Bailey. I would hope she gets some reinforcements because uh, there's like four of them. You know, and, and uh if we're on one it seems like a not a great scenario for her. But it Naomi is
0: Shotzi and Zelina.
1: Line what them up. Do. Uh I just I don't want I don't know. They're not getting Sasha, which would be the best, I think the best course of action they would here. have done that already. No, I know.
0: or if they I mean if they did it like night of mania, that would be an insane reaction.
1: Oh, uh, I think that'd like be if wonderful. they did that, she
0: came out, helped her win and then turned on her, like that that'd be like the <laughs> ultimate like. <laughs> sasha bailey like people like would love that but right not, not gonna hold my it. breath
1: in that one all right uh moving on moving on uh, i am curious your thoughts on the Braun breaker introduction
0: in terms they, of
1: they gave him up
0: on he popped up last week too they're doing like up,
1: but they're making him seem like a big deal they're, they're yeah, trying to, to bid he, for him
0: it's a pretty obvious reason why what they're building him to be the next of They've lost Brock Mm Lesnar. So when you look at Braun Breaker, he is the closest thing you have to a Brock Lesnar, an absolute fucking beast in different ways. But it's just like the similarities like it just it was there like like it it was pretty obvious. Like I don't think he was I think he was going to be in the Rumble no matter what, but he definitely got the booking that was supposed to be there for Brock. They gave that to Braun Breaker. And I think that they're, they're going to treat him like that in the main roster, which I think is this is the best case scenario for him. Because this kid's ready now. He's ready. He's proven it at NXT. And I have more on my hope for this later uh, about how they present him. But it's just like this. I like this. His his courtship should be delayed because I think, like, obviously, like, uh, he's on NXT tonight. He's probably could be on TV right now. But it just it's – I do like it because it makes him feel like a big day. This, this contract thing, them fighting over superstars – Makes them all feel important, feel like big deals. I believe Andrade signed to Raw, right? So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it feels, it feels cool. It's cool to have that type of competition. Okay.
1: Anything that's positive in your end that you'd like to talk about, you sad sack of shit? No,
0: the Bailey one and the Logan Paul stuff are the big ones for me. And then uh, a guy that could be possibly talked about later in the program.
1: Okay. Uh, I just want to go through on, on, uh, uh, quick heats. Sorry, not quick heats, quick whatever. Uh, I guess shines we didn't talk about here. Um, On Raw specifically, I really, really. (laughs) You're really struggling
0: to find stuff because there's not the lot.
1: Well, no, I was trying to sit here and think, well, just the. I just, I'm always impressed with our truth. Like, I just, oh, yeah. I looked at that and I thought to myself, like, what the fuck? Like, we have this random match with the Miz and JD, which, again, standard match. JD can't have a bad match. Miz is Miz. You know, he's just. The ending
0: was great with the money spot. Right. It's just like,
1: there's just so much. It's just like the fact that our truth can continuously keep people entertained. It boggles my mind that it's just like, why aren't people looking at him? Like they tell you to study tape of Undertaker and uh, Shawn Michaels and all these people, you know, Bret Hart or whatever. Like when you're wrestling, people should study our truth in terms of like, do you want to make a lot of money without wrestling Our truth You know, like it's unbelievable to me. It's fucking unbelievable what they're doing with him. So And 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 very quickly, the Sami Zayn promo I thought was nice. Three odd that there were three cameras, but whatever. I liked it. But for me, man, my girl Jackie. Oh my god! Like I was sitting there thinking to myself, I want him to win the fucking belt. Like that's it. Like I want him to. I wanted that for years. I think. I think. If you're not going to get CM Punk, you're, you know, all this shit, just just let Sami Zayn fucking win. That was going to be one of my hopes. Just let him fucking win the title at fucking Mania, man. Like, let's do it. Like,
0: I think that's one that they're saving because Cody's finishing the story at some point. The next story is the Sami Zayn again, like, path to a world title. And so I think it's unfortunately they're going to kind of hold us off. But did you see the promo after Raw with him and Cody? Yes that fucking beautiful promo with Sami Zayn. Just like we saw it even, I think Sami did a dark match on SmackDown and went out and addressed the crowd about Cody and everything too. It's just like, it's like these two guys, it's just like, they, they're they just, we love them for a reason. It's because they are two of the most genuine people that we've just like watched, just be overlooked their whole careers. And it's so cool to see them together. And like, just they've always been big supportive. They always, both of them have always gone out of their ways to shout each other out. So it's cool to see that special relationship. And if you haven't seen that promo after it went off the air, like, I mean, Cody, the Cody part had me in tears because he said, he's like, you guys have given me what I always wanted. He's like, he's like, I've always loved you and I've always wanted you to love me. And it's just like that, that just like, Oh my God. But it's just Sammy's the perfect guy to be out there with them that they're just like, these are two guys that I think like, if you were a wrestling fan, you just love, it's just like, there's just, they're just there's different. And Sammy's special. He deserves the world. I want to see that too. I've wanted to see it forever, but I think they're going to make us wait on that one because they, like at some point, Cody's story has to end, and then you're looking at the next underdog because that's how wrestling works, man. Once your person gets it, okay, who do we want to get it next? That's what wrestling's all about. That's the beautiful thing about it is always you want the next, you're ready to jump on the next train, the next high steer, the next Kofi Mania, the next Yes Movement, the you know the next we want Cody. Like it just, they Sami Zayn's that can of worms that's just there, and I think they're they're gonna give us teases because they always keep it open, but I just. I feel like they're gonna make they're gonna make us
1: wait for that one too. They really are. All right, so should we get Heady real quick? Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Now we've talked an awful lot. I feel like I should just do the micro machines bit and just keep on talking. Yeah, talking I don't have talking. a lot
0: to shit on this week. So,
1: all right, so here we go. On SmackDown, a fucking fatal four way cool. I guess it is what it is. Nobody fucking cares. Also, Big Strong Boy and Pete Dunn win and in, in, in a match that now DIY is going to have a fucking match. We'll talk about that in a second. It, 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 whatever. It is what it is. I don't really fucking get it, but it is. It's a thing. It's showing uh, off their tag division depth, baby. Yeah, fucking A. What? Who gives that's shit? a hater? I don't fucking care. A- um, a- moving on to, I guess that's the only thing else I can say about uh, SmackDown. <laughs> moving on to Raw. Okay, here we go. Fatal four-way tag match. DIY wins with Johnny Gargano with the fucking, it's my pin. No, it's not my pin. At one point in the match, I'm screaming, yelling, who the fuck is legal? Like That's why I hate fatal four-ways, let alone a fatal four-way tag match. All I could think about was, God damn it. God fucking damn it. Where are the fucking tags? Now, great. Everybody looked great in the fucking match, necessarily not, not anything wrong with it, but God damn it. When there's anything with that many people in it, can turn into a clusterfuck. And that was a fucking clusterfuck. It was a fucking car crash. It was wonderful. It was fun, though. I had a blast. It was. But all I could think about was, oh, fucking, what are you doing? What are you doing at the end there? But it is what it is. It's not a huge deal. It's just, when you're in one of those matches, it's just fucking hard to fucking keep track. I'm sure the referee was ready to fucking lose it. And we have Shayna Baszler talking. And then, here's my other thing, really quickly. We talked about this last week, but it it does seem to, like, we should expand upon this. This walk-and-talk promo thing seems to be a thing now. And all I kept thinking about was, This looks like a shitty fucking commercial to me. Like I'm, I'm watching a shitty fucking commercial. I'm waiting for like capital one to pop up or like fucking Doritos. Like when they talk and I kept thinking to myself was none of you are convincing. None of you are good at talking and walking. I'm waiting for the first person to fucking like walk into a wall or hit the camera or fucking trip. Then I'm going to fucking celebrate because that'll be fucking awesome. I think that would be hilarious. Like if our truth fell, it's one thing but if like someone else did that was supposed to be serious be fucking awesome i just i'm not a huge fan of it
0: this is a weird this is one of those weird nestle things because so i story time because you brought this up like two weeks ago when diy did it and yeah i was at work and i was stopped by our boy cap and this is the first thing he brought up he's like he's like what's nestle's deal with hating the walk and talk promo he's like he's like i kind of liked it because it's something different they gave us something different I kinda of like he's like with Champa, he's like, he's like it was kind of cool. with was something different, and it was a different look, a different feel, and just like that's kind of how I feel about it too. I'm very indifferent to it. Like it just it's I'm always pro trying things, even if they fail in terms of production, because why not? And then if it sucks, you I won't think go away from it. But your dislike for it, it's just it is it's crazy. I saw you ranting on Twitter about again. I'm like, oh no, this is a thing he
1: really doesn't like. No, I just I, don't I, know I why. when, when just I don't when like I, I look, when I look at it, it just feels so inauthentic. It feels so fucking <laughs> weird. Like in my head, it's like you're about to go out to battle and you're going to fucking walk and talk this like about something. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ! There's nobody in the UFC that's fucking cutting a promo uh, before that's they go Their up. whole entrance is they are talking you shit. Know, but to they're the just—but that doesn't—that's not a real fucking. They're just sitting there fucking bouncing around. Yeah, those are my favorite talking. fighters.
0: Like when my boy Kevin Hall is fighting, and as he's walking out, doing his thing, just talking shit. Being like, "Oh man, I'm a, bo- a- blah blah blah." And then that, then he's getting like his taped up and his his uh his uh, shit done, put on the the Vaseline and all that. He's fucking talking shit. Like those are my favorite fighters. So you know what? I think I'm pro this. Oh, fuck. I think off. I'm pro this. I think your fucking mind. I fuck want up. more of this. You know what's funny? Bonus You're hope. I
1: hope they do this for every match going forward. Go fuck yourself. Honest to God. Here's the thing, too, that I want to say is that you guys, you guys say that all the time, but here's the thing. Secretly, you love these things because you want me to explode. That's why you I, like it, just, it.
0: It's funny because it's one of those, like, I, I'm usually, I can tell when I watch them, something, go, Nestle's not going to like that or Nestle's not going to feel with that. It's not but real. with something like this. It's just so
1: fucking random. It's just like, this is the one he's he's going at. So here's as. the thing. Like, here's it, the thing. It must be a pretty good show if this is what he's shitting on. No, here's the thing, though. Like in my head, it's like, and I I agree with this. The backstage interview where it's fucking like the camera guy's there, but like no one's supposed to know stuff. That needs to go away. I agree yeah, with that. That's TV, bro. That's, but it's like, like it's like but it's, it's it's like are we a movie? Are we not a movie? Like I think the hardest part about sports entertainment wrestling. Aren't. No, I know. But my my thing is is consistency in in that entire thing. So it's like. Are we a movie, or are we acknowledging the camera? And I feel like sometimes they just kind of like go back and forth on it. And I think yeah, like
0: I like it. That's what makes wrestling wrestling. But I will
1: say this much: I will say a super positive from Monday anyway was Ooh. Kathy Kelly did mm, a promo. Well, I mean, well, I mean in general, <laughs> I mean a future wife. Yes, of course, and ex-wife. And so anyway, she cuts a fucking uh, no. She doesn't cut a promo. Excuse me. Someone else cuts a fucking promo, <laughs> the and then she day. goes. And then she, yeah, it would be great. And then she, but then she fucking like said something else. And then she said Booker or she, what she say? She said like Cole and, and whoever back to you. And I was just like, they don't do that. Like that was, that made it felt like, cause the one thing you hear about all these backstage interviewers is like, they just get the random Aaron Andrews, like last play, take me through it. Like fucking, you know, one question, set them up. But like, When you can give them some personality, like Kayla, I think Kayla does a great job of being like, hey, Paul, and fucking badgering him. And he's like, ah, you know, he's jumping out or whatever. I love that shit. But the fucking walking and talking thing is just so odd to me because I feel like it it just creates this weird dynamic of like, I'm talking to you. Yep, that's right. As you know, by the way, please check out fucking, you know, my book or fucking some you know, here's my t-shirt or better yet. Why don't you it's go to weird. blah, blah, blah. It's just so it's fucking, such a weird. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm weird. I, I'm, I just feel like at some point they're going to fucking drop a lower third Chiron saying like fucking here's a fucking thing to buy. Like I just, I just, I did when I look at it, I'm like, this is so inauthentic and phony. It doesn't make any sense. It's so out of place. I applaud them for trying something different, but I just don't like it. I just, I'm looking at it. It sound like you're applauding <laughs> No, no, no! I no, I, I applaud the attempt. I just think it's dog shit. But again, here. But to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. You're fucking lighting a stick of dynamite in, in Nestlemania because it's like you start with fucking DIY doing it, then Becky does it. It's like two people, three people. Yeah, that I have, mean, that doesn't help. So we'll help. wait to see when like someone does it that I Mike like. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, we might as well move on to fucking- I was going to say, can we get to Becky? I need you to yes. rate one of her moves. Okay, okay. So anyway, uh, our boy Daniel over there from overseas, Mr. Grimwood, he uh, he made a joke to me about the fucking uh, the manhandle slam. Mm, as fucking Becky, Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. Now look, we all know how I feel about Becky. It is what it is. But she serves her purpose. She's super over. It doesn't fucking matter what she does. She's just, she's fucking over. Like at that point, she could fucking just- Trip and fall, and they'd still love her. Yeah, and it she's a very matter. good wrestler, but she just has a tendency to make botches. She's she. Here's my thing: is is I was taught this, and I think everybody should be. If you don't do something well, don't fucking do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't do something well, don't fucking do it. Like, that's it. But the fact that nobody has pulled her aside and said that leg drop looks like you fucking slipped on a banana peel. Sorry, the fucking manhandle slam, as Danny said in the thread, said it looked like it was a, like an inch off the ground. It was an inch off the ground, looking like she was playing with a toddler putting them to bed. It did no i my kids have taken bigger bumps on a bed than fucking Shayna Baszler did on Monday. And I was just like, and that was the fucking finish. It was the it wasn't even the fucking, it wasn't the middle of the match. it was a goddamn finish. And it was just like, oh my god. And then they're rolling around with the fucking armbar, and it looked like it looked like me trying to fucking do something. It yeah, was just I, like, I can't watch oh WWE submissions
0: anymore. I've got on this rant just because I watch real submissions in UFC. And it's just like what they
1: do. It's just like, it's like, oh my God, it's an insult. The fact that, here's the other thing too. The fact that Shayna Baszler is the quote unquote yeah. submission magician. <laughs> I and I was just I like, she couldn't get out of these things. And she couldn't get out of them in a way that looked real. I was just, oh my God. Anytime that, here's the thing. Becky's not an ass kicker. The fact that they promote her as a last it, kicker, uh, whatever, fuck off, whatever that is, is just like, Jesus Christ. If you made her an underdog, that's awesome. She's tough. Yes. But don't fucking make her somebody that people fear because nobody should fear her. She's just not fearable. But the fucking manhandle slam, I was just like, okay, that was probably the worst one she's ever done. Right. Probably. There's no debate. Right. But you think about the other ones, right? Like, okay, a rock bottom is a rock bottom. A rock no, bottom is we'll – We'll see a few of those. The rock bottom is a shitty urinagi, right? I like, like the that's bookend is. Is the best. The bookend is better because Booker T puts some oomph on it, right? Yeah. He's got, but, he got his pizzazz. Yeah, he's got the fucking – he puts the guy yeah. way up high yeah. and fucking does everything. So to me, it's like Becky's a zero. People's fucking shithead fucking rock bottom, probably a three or four. Bookend's a high seven. Give me fucking urinagis from fucking Japan. Even the Samoa Joe in the corner urinagi. Fucking that's like an eight. Solo does a pretty good one solo sometimes. Solo does too. a good one too. Yeah. yeah the spinning solo fucking yeah. picks him up and slams yeah. him down. I'd give that a nine. I like what he does. Ooh, okay. I would. I, like I this. But here's the thing. Like, when you do the Becky thing, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, here's, here's the thing. There are people like Rhea Ripley who can fucking, when she hits somebody with something there's an impact. It fucking looks like it hits. It looks like it hurts. Nia Jax, fucking obviously. Fucking we saw. Made a yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's an impact and I appreciate keeping people safe. That's important in wrestling, but you got to make it look like it's real. And those are my biggest problems. Is like, Jesus Christ. When you hit the fucking manhandle slam, fucking make it work. Jump, fucking do something. Don't just fucking go. Eh? Huh? Huh? And up, down. Like, she doesn't jump. She doesn't do anything. She has no center of gravity. She's just fucking just... Duh. She's like watching a fucking Looney Tune cartoon when the fucking Roadrunner jumps off the cliff and he just has the sign and he just drops. That's what Becky Lynch is. No up, just down. That's it. I'm done. You're an Augie. Do it with Japan. Do it with people who are really good spinning solo. Praised. But no, anybody else? The rock bottom shitty fucking rock bottom Anything after that, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I hate it. I will say this, Nestle Mania, because when you we were talking, I was like, you know what?
0: Becky Lynch is a hybrid. She is a Dean Johnson <laughs> or a Dwayne Ambrose. She has the fucking hokey bullshit of Ambrose that is annoying but fans love and the fucking uh, shitty moves and nonsense shit talk of The Rock. Dean Johnson. Dean Johnson. <laughs> Becky Lynch is Dean fucking Johnson. She is a hybrid and it is like the perfect oh my God. meld for you to hate her. Uh, is, I just that realized is, that because
1: you hated the Hokie Ambrose and you hate uh, the Oh my god, you have opened up like my eyes to something that, when you were talking, Dean I was like, Javis. Oh my god, she's you know talking what about Dean Ambrose. Because how many times how many times in this program did I go, here comes Dean Ambrose? Woo, no. woo, 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 woo. Exactly. She does kind of wrestle like that. But here's Again, the thing. That's why she's super over because
0: fans love that shit. And
1: you want to know something? Of course she wrestles like that because she was a fucking rodeo clown. She was an actual rodeo clown. So she is a clown. She's a fucking bozo in that ring. Very talented crown clown that I like. Yes, the t- most talented, overhyped crown, clown... I can't even talk. I'm <laughs> so angry. I'm trying to give it like five insults with one compliment. I can't. I work. can't. I can't. Honestly, God, mm-hmm. let's move on. But anyway, yeah. there you go. If you want me to keep rating shitty fucking maneuvers, please throw them my way. We'll, um, we'll try to rate non-Becky Lynch moves next Yes, please. Go. Can we move on from her? Please? I'm, I mean, I'm gonna, it's
0: your segment. <laughs>
1: I would rather praise moves than fucking like, never mind. We're going to move on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've lost my trainer of thought. So, anyway, let's go with Rhea Ripley and fucking Nia Jax. It's a thing, whatever. Congratulations. It's happening in fucking Perth, but fucking they like, I don't know exactly where to go with this. Because it just feels like we're just getting to Perth, and then we're getting to fucking we're getting to Mania. Which, but here's the there's thing: there's nothing to sell here. It's like it's Rhea Ripley in Perth. Right. She's gonna that, be that's super it. fucking over. Nia
0: Jax is the perfect opponent. Right. This might main event. I would think it would need to. I think it should, and it probably will. It should. I mean, no, I, I, Rolls, I, I, no This
1: should probably main event because she's a local girl, and she's gonna be so fucking over, and she deserves it. I just my thing is is like I'm not excited about the lead up to that mania match either but that's well beside the point yeah
0: i just think it's stupid
1: i just think it's fucking stupid we just we just heard for five minutes why you think it's stupid (laughs) it's okay all right can we get hopeful we're way
0: glorious you're my only hope nestlemania i'll go first because i want (laughs) to (laughs) bark I did it backwards, It's not dog-wolf, it's wolf-dogs, baby. The wolf-dogs, as correctly predicted by JC and hoped for by JC, won the goddamn Dusty Cup, so they're getting a title shot. But you know what, Nestlemania? This is where my hope comes in, because Braun Breaker's been flirting on the main roster. It's like, you know what, motherfuckers? Burn the ships on the main roster, too. Bring them up together. Bring them up as a package. Sometimes when they do these hodgepodge tag teams, you catch that lightning. You catch that glorious lightning in a bottle. They have it here. These two guys together are money. I think it's a safe way to bring Braun up to the main roster. It's a good way to reacclimate the very talented Baron Corbin. And hell, these guys would be believable for me as tag team champions. They'd be a great addition to the tag team division, especially for when Judgment Day loses. These would be top heel challengers for whatever babyface team goes over them. And if they split the titles, well, good God, they could be a good run as, uh, as uh, tag champions, and then it's an easy split. When they do it, if they want to go the babyface route with Brawn, you can fucking have him beat up Corbin, who most people like to boo anyway. So get the, arr, 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 arr! the wolf dogs on the main roster, baby. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Wolf Dogs for Life. Right. Did I go too fast for you? Are you unprepared?
1: No, I have one. I just I just wanted to make sure that you, you know, didn't feel like you were drowned out. I can bark you. and howl a little more. No, it's fine. I just I'm trying to sit here and think about which one I want. That's really what it comes down to, but it's fine. So here's here's my logic on this entire thing. WrestleMania is shaping up to be kind of like an interesting thing here. I kind of want to see Logan Paul defend that U.S. title against. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it's headed towards KO again. I what feel like that's important? what they're doing. I don't think that's going to happen because they're going to end up probably having that be the elimination chamber. So he's not going to get in his one-on-one matchup. The other thing that I thought was really telling, and this was something we Dom and I talked about privately, but it was, it was very interesting to me. If you watched, there was a backstage segment on, on SmackDown where it was Bianca trying to talk and fucking Logan Paul comes in. And all I could think about was he made the throwaway line. He said, big fan of your husband. You know what I mean? And all I could think about was man, I cannot wait for Montez Ford versus Logan Paul. Like that match in general is going to be a fucking trampoline match. Like I fucking like the thought. Like Paul like, Ricochet too. I, I to me is like I don't understand how they're going to get there if they can get there in the United States Championship realm. But that'll definitely be a singles match down the line. But my hope is that they find a way to make Montez Ford, even if it's a one-off, if he doesn't win, whatever, I would love to see Montez get a fucking United States championship, but just having Montez Ford versus Logan Paul at a PLE for me is fucking must see. And here's the thing that I'm, this is the thing that I really, we've talked about. I've said this multiple times. I think that the fucking pride, fucking whatever that whole group of faction is, is made specifically sort of down the line somewhere after we get through the fucking Cody stuff, after we get through Roman, we get Bobby the World Championship somehow so that he can get Montez ready to be World Champion someday. So I think in a line of logic here, having Logan Paul give that Logan Paul rub to getting Montez Ford more notoriety in the ring as well as on his podcast afterward after they fight, it seems like he fucking fights everybody and then talks on his podcast with him. That's what you knew because Montez is a fucking star. His wife is already a star. They've got a giant fucking following anyway, but now they got got this new reality show. show. I think it's important going forward because I think that guy could potentially be the future. I really do. And I think Logan Paul is a great catalyst for making other stars and taking people to another level because Logan Paul can eat an L that's okay. But getting Logan Paul, other people to make them bigger stars is a weapon that WWE didn't have, and he is a absolute star maker. Is what he's going to be going forward. They're going to harness him to make stars even bigger or just from scratch, and he is going to do a great job at it. So that's my hope. I want to see that happen. Yeah, I definitely want to see Montez
0: uh, in the ring with Logan Paul for Show sure and WrestleMania, but don't call it a comeback. I'm sticking with the Pride theme because. New hair who it is. It's B Fab. Help it out, Lashley and Company against the final testament. Who were supposed to have a match, but I don't even think the match started. It just was a brawl. And thank goodness. You know, B Fab came out and attacked Scarlet to even the odds a little bit. Uh, so I'm excited she's back on TV. B Fab's a stud. Uh, so glad to have her back. I think this pairing makes a lot of sense. I think she can definitely help them with promos and such too. Uh, so again, I'm enjoying this little fucking C list thing, at least here, because I, it's it's always fun
1: when you get comebacks and you get people injected. So Bfab, you're getting my comeback this week. When I saw Bfab, I went, "Of course. Of course this makes sense because they made a whole thing about it, but all I could think about was everybody's probably thinking, "Oh, Bianca, Bianca, Bianca." No, no, no. Bianca's a star on her own. Leave her alone. All I could think about was Charlotte's moderately talented and Bfab is moderately talented. It's equal. It makes perfect sense. They got to have the equality because if you had Bianca there and you had Charlotte, uh, not Charlotte, uh, Scarlet there, you're thinking to yourself, she would eat her alive. So this is equal. I like it. I think it's- Yeah, powerful. and they're, they're
0: both like pseudo-manager, pseudo, manager, pseudo right. you know what I mean? So They'll get involved. Even though Maxine fight. and Valhalla have been wrestling every week, but they're kind of the same
1: thing. Uh, listen, we're not even putting poor Maxine in the fucking heat. We probably should, but we didn't. No. It is what Maxine it is. Is hot to go in the heat. Well, I'm telling you right now, that fucking backhand spring. What do you expect? What do people expect? That backhand spring. That might be the next move that we talk about, backhand springs. Just saying. Who does it? Who does it the best? I really well. Dana Brooke was terrible at it, so that's pretty yeah. bad. She's pr- Maxine's pretty bad at it. Who else did it? I'd have to look it up. But I mean, it is. There's, you, there's it. your
0: homework assignment, Nestle.
1: Got, China had a good one, I think, but that's just me. Um, but that's beside the point. Anyway, um, where am I? That's right. Come back. Thank you. Uh, my comeback goes to one. Uso. Jay Uso interrupting the 600 day celebration of Gunther, and I just thought this was a fucking home run of a segment the fucking watching him come out with the fucking it's just me it's just me and then fucking like saint louis was fucking going nuts the whole night anyway but when he fucking came out i went holy shit holy shit like i cannot wait for wrestlemania when it's uso versus uso Mm. eighty thousand people doing the fucking let's just go like Holy shit, what a fucking visual that Ray is gonna be up in the fucking nosebleeds getting just fucking a giant surf feeling of fucking hand waving. It's just he's so cool. He's so fucking cool. Like I'll never be even an eighth of no. uh, Yeah,
0: you're not even in that zero risk. risk,
1: zero ris. But man, yeah. like he was hitting the yeats for what chance? And then fucking Gunther fucking mm. said the, the, the line about we'll go back to the good old days where I'll beat you so bad they won't be able to tell you and your brother apart I was just like holy shit and then mm. he fucking then he fucking started like Gunther started jiving a little bit and I was just like what have you done with Gunther what have you done with this man like the he, like I think after the Miz he realized oh I do have a personality and it starts to show like the Miz did that for Gunther I don't care what anybody says Miz did that for Gunther And so This segment was A plus. It was A plus. Unfucking real. Like I was sitting there, like the fact that he was bouncing his head and he called him oos, like I just And then he fucking said the line about his brother. I was just like, holy shit, like and the fact that he was like congratulations on all your accomplishment when you did 50% of the work i was yeah. like there's <laughs> so good like like oh so god i if you had told me 2 years ago gunther would have been good on the mic i would have laughed hysterically at you cuz there's just no like he was just fucking ivan drago fucking i must beat you if he dies he dies like that's what he was he was and he fucking chopped fucking chopped sequoia chop like that's all he did and again fucking over it worked but now He's a sponge looking, man but this now man I look, a sponge I looked at him and I went, like, there is literally zero holes in his game. But going back to Jey Uso, he has done literally nothing for, like, weeks upon weeks upon months. It just, like, he has been doing nothing. And all I could think about was they woke the fuck up and they got Jey Uso back on TV in a fucking meaningful feud. And I can believe that he could beat Gunther because he fucking, he's the last person to pin Roman Reigns. So I, 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 and he probably won't win, but I can believe it. And that's when the best wrestling is, is when you can't call it. And that's what I love about wrestling when you can't call it. So you get my comeback, Jay. And yeah, uh, just fucking keep fucking bouncing, man. I love it. The, the The segment was just so good. My favorite part
0: the whole time was the visual. I love that they had Ludwig in the middle of the two of them because you could watch him react with his faces positively to everything Guther did and negatively to everything jay said it was just like it was such a good visual and it was genius because ludwig is someone who just didn't have to say a word in the segment but he added so much to it and made everything they said feel even better so i thought this segment was just so well produced so well executed this was a fucking a plus segment it was probably my i mean this was a very tough week but it was a top three segment for me up with the, the Cody drew Seth segment. And then the uh, Bailey segment, like for sure, this was fucking awesome. It was, it was awesome. And like you said, Gunther and Jay, these guys have grown so much, but I just, this, this was great. This is going to be a great feud. Um, obviously we know where uh, Jay's headed for WrestleMania. So I don't think he's going to be winning the
1: title. Do you think, do you uh, think but Jimmy, I, Jimmy cost That makes the most logical sense. Right? I
0: a hundred percent or Gunther just, I mean, Gunther could just win a match. You know what I mean without it, but I would guess we get some Jimmy run in, we don't know if this will be in Perth. I don't know if Gunther's worked out his uh, travel status um, or not. We don't know about that, but if not, this could be a big main event at a uh, raw leading up. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Big old
1: finish time. Here we go. We all finish on SmackDown. We have
0: a number one contenders match for the tag team championships. We have uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate
1: taking on DIY Nestlemania. mania. Who you got? Uh, just as long as they don't walk and talk, it's DIY. No, I, I really want the big, strong boy to win. I just, I, there's something about Tyler Bate. Every time I watch him, I'm just like Tyler Bate. T-I-la-. I I can't help but like get excited to see him. And now that Pete does, like we already did DIY. We, That's what I mean. It, it,
0: it seems pretty obvious. That's yeah. why I understand them not because with the creeds they're slow playing them, which I think is smart. Which by the way, those guys fucking showed out again on Monday. Like it's just like their talent is popping off the screen. Um, but it just this makes sense. This will be a fucking a porn match for a lot of wrestling fans on Friday. And then I'm assuming this will happen in Perth. And uh, I bet you bait and uh, Dunn are going to be pretty over over there. That's all I've really seen for SmackDown um, uh, as of now. Uh, but on Raw, we have a chamber qualifier match between my girl Liv Morgan and Zoe Stark, which uh, Liv's probably going to win this. And you kind of like look like you wanted to say something about this earlier when I said Becky was the sure thing for Mania. I'm assuming it's because...
1: Liv made a pretty good case for herself in her promo on Monday. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I don't want to keep harping on the Becky stuff, but like, <laughs> just make it about Liv then. Yeah. Okay. Here's the you thing. You know you hate Becky, but tell us on Liv. Liv fucking had a, a wonderful promo on Monday. And I went, she just fucking made a case. She, not mm-hmm. only did she make a case, but she made a better case than Becky Lynch. Like I know they're going to do Becky Balboa and all these cute things with the videos with her daughter. And like, that's adorable. But like, stop fucking pimping out your kid and fucking do something else. Like, come on, come on. And then like, Liv comes out here and does this fucking wonderful thing about revenge on Rhea Ripley. I'm like, that's it. Like, I want to see it. That's it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care about it. anybody else now. You, you fucking Marge, put everybody in the fucking station wagon. We're going to fucking Philly. I want to see fucking Liv versus Rhea Ripley because it, it, she's been the fucking finalist of the Royal Rumble twice. She's fucking right there. She's already won a championship. She's believable. She's awesome. And but I know we got Becky Balboa, and she's had to fucking be on the fucking title screen and fucking on the banners and yada yada yada. But man, Liv deserves it. Liv fucking deserves it. I think.
0: I don't disagree. I you know how I feel about Liv Morgan. She's always been one of my personal favorites from way back when she was doing the yo 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 shitty gimmick down in team. Yeah, uh, I always love Liv, but it's I think it's Becky time. Liv will have a moment again. Uh, also, we have a six person tag between Imperium and Jey Uso. And the new uh, it says Newton Day again, it keeps correcting to where
1: I live. Newton new Day? Day, where do you yeah. live? Newton Day, yeah. I don't care it's about not... six man tags, it'll be fun, it'll uh, probably
0: be a fun match, yeah. And then we have the rematch that everyone's been waiting for R Truth versus JD McDonough.
1: This is a real thing, okay. Does, does this speak?
0: This is a thing where like. Like after the match, JD accepts our truth, and our truth just becomes a part of Judgment no, Day. No, no, no. Because like literally, up... I felt like I'm like, okay, they've cut our truth out. They're gonna get back to serious, but then you have the backstage segment where they all get annoyed and walk away. And Priest is like, you know what, truth, just do whatever you want,
1: <laughs> which is hilarious. I just think Priest that...
0: has been really good in these our
1: truth. Yeah. like their on-screen chemistry is really good. I don't know. I just there are some people who are good foils for each other, and they these two just make magic. Like I don't even care about like what Finn or Rhea does. Dom's like a good whatever, but like JD is the person that keeps losing, and it's so funny because like statistically you would think JD would beat him. It just doesn't happen. JD's but, lost like every match. Like he wrestles
0: every single week and he loses every single week. It doesn't matter. He's the Miz who loses every week and yeah.
1: beat him. <laughs> It doesn't matter though because he's still a credible no. guy. So it it, it it does he does a fantastic job. So yeah, I, I I enjoy it. I've been enjoying a lot of it. So it's fine. Well, now, Nessel Man, we're at the point in the program where. We can either
0: run through Vengeance Day or we can preview AEW. Well, do you want to
1: end end on a high note or do you want to end on a low note or or a brown note? I feel like we
0: should do NXT next because they deserve it. Okay, let's do it. Uh, So we kick off the night with the The Wolf Dogs. winning in the Dusty Cup as expected. We saw Trick Williams kind of, he didn't do a lot in this match, but he kind of worked an early knee injury, which we saw pay off later in the night.
1: I love the entrance of the war dogs. I thought that was wonderful. The I bikes, just love the bikes were great. It makes just weird. I just, I just love weird off, like just odd couple shit. It just works every once in a while. I thought this match was great. There was a lot of good storytelling in it. Uh trick, you know, pushed out of the way and mellow took the fucking spear. So you think, Oh, logically like where they're prolonging this, which was great. So, but the right people won. So it's fine. Next up, we had the fucking violent match of the night
0: between Die Jack and Joe Gacy. I mean, look, I've been a Joe Gacy guy since day one. I love I love this guy. I think he's great. I love his fucking entrance music, all of it. And I just I love this current
1: fucking insane gimmick. And this was a lot of fun. I so here's the thing like Die Jack has a contract coming up, they said in June or something is what he said. Oh,
0: I don't pay attention to that
1: shit. But all I could think about was he called himself Mr. PLE, which I was like, okay, like. He might be the guy challenging well, Ilya at the next event. Let me let me let me just say this much, just because it's me, but you can't give yourself a nickname, guy. Somebody else has to. Give I mean, it they've given it. him so many shitty ones, like T Bar. Maybe he does need to give himself his own. I don't know. Like, he's really fucking good, though. Like, he, he when he when he's in those matches, he makes a fucking count. But Joe Gacy, Jesus Christ! Like, when they figure something out for him, that dude's gonna be special. Like, he already is. But if he gets to the main roster. He is what we call a utility player, but he could he could do a you know an R-Truth spot. He could do a fucking realistic spot, like Mick Foley falling off something. Like there's so many the Kevin Owens in him, like like you just you know what I mean? Like there's he's
0: a guy that when it flips for him and people get behind him, he is gonna be such a big baby face. It's a long ways away, but like just he's that type of guy because you look at him, it doesn't look like he should be a wrestler, but he's so good. He's
1: so good. I was just really happy because I just thought it was wonderful. Just fucking wonderful.
0: Well, you know what else you think is wonderful? Six person tags. The family beats Uh, OTM. And this was a pretty rough match. I don't, I normally don't like to be negative about things, but the new girl in the family did not look like she was ready for this match. She looked nervous, which I understand it's like first match, like jitters on the PLE, but this was a rough watch. I'll
1: be honest. I was told on Twitter that this was shitty. I saw the clips. And so I said, uh, next
0: well, we can move on next, Nestlemania, because pew, 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 super hot fire. Lyra and Roxanne already an absolute dynamite match, but Nestlemania. In the middle of the match, shaves of Seth Rollins, Lola Vice cashed in her contract. And I'll say this, the match was pretty standard, but when Lola got in there, this thing was pedal to the metal. She had a star-making performance. I mean, it's one of those things. It's easy to hate on someone who comes from a non-wrestling background and stepping in, but she's worked her ass off. She looked good in this match. She's working with two of the best. I think the way they did everything made sense. I think I jokingly said I had just gotten home from work and put it on. I was like, look, Cashin, but well, she's going to eat a pin, but I don't care. Of course <laughs> yeah. she did, but it made sense the way they did it with Tatum Paxley getting involved. Uh, Roxanne can be even more upset now and they still have it open to do Lyra and Roxanne one-on-one. I think Roxanne and Lola are doing something tonight, so I thought this was a great performance for all three women. I thought everyone came out a winner on this
1: match. I have become a fan of Lyra after that match. I I love Lyra. Oh, you got to ring gear. Yes, as a matter of fact, that was exactly it, but uh, that was the exact reason, but there was more to it, obviously. But uh, my other thing is, i got to get up to do this. This is where JC is probably going to vomit, but I'm going to do this. I laugh so hard when Lola Vice is like in the middle of the ring and she's like doing this shit before, <laughs> that's her like, thing. She man. she got famous for twerking. No, I know, but it's just so funny when she does it because all I kept thinking about was like, it's just like it, she's like revving up and she's like ha ha, yeah. and I'm just like <laughs> she's revving like, up that booty, baby. No, but it was it was so fucking funny because like in my head I'm just like, I, I know what she's doing and it's perfectly okay. <laughs> But it was just like a moment of like what the fuck like <laughs> so fucking funny and like you know like she's like not ah, as funny as you reenacted ah. it no i know i know i had to do it because i i do it for everybody i do it to make everybody laugh but like it was just so funny to me but it was a great match like you said she came out fucking everything was so much better
0: yeah uh, next up i know you have complaints about this match because i read your stupid fucking tweets but we had the unit, Ob- Obafemi, defending his North American title against Dragon Lee. Nestle clearly wanted a squash match here, but it's Dragon fucking Lee, bro. I thought this was fine. I thought this was good. It was a good way to show that Oba can go a little longer than a few minutes. That he's got a little, little bit of gas in that unit tank of his. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all aboard the Obafemi train, man. I, you know I love fucking big, strong, meaty men, and this man is a fucking unit of fucking absolute muscle meat. Like those ain't, this man has 0% glamor muscle. This man is a hundred percent fucking <laughs> pure meat, muscly wrestling stud muffin muscles,
1: stud muffin muscles. Yeah. He is a, every time, every time you use the word unit, I die a little inside. He's like, when you say he is a fucking unit. I was yes, just, no, huge. I no, I know. But like it when you say the word, just like, he's just like, we need to get a shirt that just says, Oh, he knocked himself out. Great. I guess we're going to do this without him. He is a fucking unit. Anyway, whatever. I don't know what he he got so excited. He got so excited to knock himself out of the thing. Uh, you just froze for me for a minute. I don't know what no. happened. Anyway, it is what they're it is. We're talking about units and they're trying to cancel us on YouTube. Yeah, probably. Unit. Uh, anyway, whatever. So, yeah, see. But anyway, I just thought that there was way too much offense on Dragon Lee. And I just thought, like, I'm not. I'm, the thing is, is, like, it's when somebody like that has a problem putting away somebody like that, it bothers me. That's all. It, it, like, you can't tell me he's as impressive if he's having trouble tripping over a Dragon League. That's just, just oh, my- Oh, Dragon League has been an absolute stud since he showed up. They're calling him the next Ray Mysterio. Yeah, no, totally. You can go fuck yourself. Moving on.
0: That's called the people who underestimated Rey Mysterio, a former world champion, how that worked out in WrestleMania. We go to the main event where we have a, I mean, maybe I lied about the earlier match being more violent because Dragon and trick- Beat the living fuck out of each other, as in most Off matches, which is why we love him. This match was awesome. Trick showed a different side of his ability in the ring, which again, I think it continues to be part of his evolution if he's going to be this big star like we think he might be becoming now. He's showing he can do it all. But obviously, the headline of this match obviously, we know Off won, but the headline came after where Melo was telling him it was okay, Trick Melo game, but we all knew it was coming. He was wearing the fucking the gear to give it away, baby. And he fucking did. A number on Trick's knee. We felt it. The crowd felt it. And not only is Trick remaining as the top babyface right now, Melo has put himself as the top heel and has made this match main event level must-see TV and an early leader for feud of the year.
1: I will say this much. I don't think it's going to take place until WrestleMania weekend. I know you have your thoughts on it and that's fine, but I feel like they're going to drag it out because I think it's worth it. I think they're, I think they know there's enough gusto, enough mustard behind it that it's going to make perfect fucking sense. So it is what it is, but I will say this much as much as I love Melo, you know how much I love Melo. Mm. You know, I'm a big Melo guy from day you one. i are? called, I called his matches when he was fucking doing the Michael Jackson gimmick. Like I fucking like, I love this guy, but all I kept thinking about was, They kept cutting away to his fucking reactions. And I went, that dude needs acting lessons. Like, it was just like, not believable. It was like overacting or not the right response. And I just thought to myself, like, he's in the ring. There's nothing you can say that like, he is amazing. He is, he is, he is a generational talent. But I was like, that dude needs to work on his acting. Cause I was just like, the minute he turned Tila, he seemed comfortable, but it was just like, up until that point, I was just like, this is rough. And like, I get it. But now when he's going to be a full fledged heel on his own, that's where he's going to fucking succeed. Because I believe that. I believe he thinks he is one of one in his head. Well, when he started,
0: work. he was a heel and we saw how that was. It's yeah. like part of the reason he was so over is because he was so good yeah. as a heel. He was almost too good. So it's definitely in his bag and him and trick. I mean, they've been together a long time. Like this is one of those ones. that's personal. You feel it. Uh so it just these are the ones that hurt and and it's it's fucking awesome to see. The thing that I'm looking for that is interesting because obviously Melo's another guy's been flirting with the main roster, is the one thing that bothers me sometimes is when they ignore NXT stuff on the main roster. So I'm curious to see if that flirtation continues throughout this because it sure feels like mellow is pretty much up on the main roster permanently whenever this match takes place, whereas Trick would probably going to have a title run down there before he comes up. So I just want to make sure that Mello's presented the same way because on the main roster, he's been like obviously like a baby face and stuff, like whatever. But I will say tweet of the night was Grayson Waller being like, finally, Mello, you figured it out, buddy. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. So I would love if they put him on SmackDown again, have a little interaction with Waller because before those guys had a lot of mutual respect for each other when Mellow was a heel. So I just want to see, that's my only fear, is I want the character to translate
1: across all brands. And that's a very valid valid argument, I think. So.
0: speaking of valid arguments, there's nothing valid about this AEW dynamite card. This is probably the best card they put together in a
1: while, but Tony Khan, huge announcement, WrestleMania. Thoughts. He's Dixie Carter. It'll be fucking I farted in a fucking toilet and everybody'll love it. I don't know. It just he the problem is is they didn't learn like it's like AEW is the worst of both worlds. They didn't learn the fucking problems from WCW, they didn't learn the problems from TNA. And they keep making the same mistakes, yet they're ignoring that they're making the same fucking mistakes. So it's just like another announcement, another big announcement, a huge announcement, an earth shattering announcement, a seismic shift announcement. Like, it's just like, how many announcements can a man have? You know what I mean? And it's like, he does these fucking pre-tapes where he's just like, hi, I'm Tony Khan. This is my big announcement. Instead of being like, this is a fucking big announcement, folks. This is the biggest fucking thing ever. He, he can't bring himself to do it. It doesn't make any sense. And it, he's going to let down his fan base. And if the viewership and the attendance are any indication of where this place is headed, it doesn't matter. We've already hit a fucking iceberg, folks. We are fucking, we are already underground. We are fucking under siege. And they are just ignoring the fact that there is nothing happening here. And having Samoa Joe, I love Samoa Joe, and having him at the fucking tippity-top, is oh, might sweet. as well be a fucking anchor. Might as well be a fucking anchor for this fucking thing. Just fucking, can we have a moment of silence? Uh-huh-huh. Thank you. That's it. AW well, is speak- dead.
0: I was going to say, speaking of mistakes,
1: Chris Jericho takes on Takeshita we've seen it before it's not a good match and uh Tekesta
0: better win that's a lot
1: tocha it can beat that flabby couch any day of the week i don't give a shit next up we have the bcc taking on some luchador team you are not going to get me excited not even remotely aroused for cmll sorry is what it is i don't even know what that means uh we have tony Matt-
0: storm taking on red velvet stir it up stir it up red velvet's terrible just fucking terrible no, you're, you're a hater she, no, she's not,
1: she's not good. She's not good. She's worse than, she's like, they tried oh to make God. her brandy. She's just not she's brandy. Fine. She's fine. No, she's fine. She's, she's terrible.
0: Fine. Terrible. terrible. Your hatred for some of these people is just outrageous. Next up, tag team title match: Starks and Big Bill take on Darby Allen and Sting in a tornado tag match. WrestleMania: Darby and Sting have never lost the tag team. Sting's going to his last match. It sure as fuck feels like Darby and Sting are
1: winning these damn titles. Yes, they are, and it's going to be fucking annihilating. It's going to be awesome. The fucking Darby is going to die again, and then fucking Sting's going to do something a grandpa shouldn't be doing—bad grandpa. And just fucking win somehow because it's, it's it's the main event. It's the feel good story. It'll it be should be the way. main event. Yeah,
0: but there's another big match on the show. It'll number start off one the show. contender match, pretty much. Hayman and Swerve, essentially a number one contender match because I believe they're one two in the rankings. I mean, we feel like it's gonna be Swerve's times, right? It's his fucking house. He's super over. He's about to Cody Seth that motherfucker Hayman. What you don't think so?
1: I think they're. You don't it think it's hangar.
0: gonna be a Cody Seth situation? It's going you to don't think get
1: 3-0? Going to hanger. Wow, I think that's, I think here's the upset. I think here's the thing.
0: During Black History Month, oh, oh yeah. boy, Tony. Well, it doesn't matter. Are,
1: March is not a Black History Month for revolution. Yeah, it's Black so. History Month right now, baby. Yeah, I, that I was I'm well aware aware of promo. That. I listen. I think they should, but I just don't. Here's the thing. Samoa Joe just got that fucking thing.
0: Yeah, who cares? Take it off. Him. He's a transition champion. I don't think that's the case. I just don't think that's the case. I agree he with isn't, you. Then that's that's another big
1: problem. I. We just talked about the iceberg. It's going to continue. Yeah. The anchor, anchor Joe, anchors away. It, it is what it is. It is what it is,
0: folks. I'm done with it. I could see it because you get him beating Hayman and then that the swerves the one who probably wins. So you kick the can down the road. But man, I mean, people aren't going to be happy.
1: <laughs> you think he cares? He lost, what, 2% of his worth this past <laughs> year? And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Well, well, he's going to have a make huge
0: announcement, day. and we're super excited for the uh, hugest of announcements, which is probably going to be all fucking tickets with some bullshit because these guys are fucking stooge, is what it is. Yep. Anything else? We want Cody.
1: That's it. See you Thursday. This was the longest jobber knocker of all time. Just FYI. I'm fairly certain. I'm not so, surprised. Well, you I talked about Cody around. for a half hour. You talked about Becky for a half hour. So there it is. <laughs> Imagine. Anyway, thank you for being part of the chat here. Thank you for listening and watching the Jabberknocker podcast. We will be back next week with more Jabberknockers!